Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Hey everybody, this is JB and Madison. Welcome to the Texas Tailgate Talk Podcast, the show that deep dives into Texas sports scene for people who love football, basketball, and all the likes. So, let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Texas Tailgate Talks podcast. Thank you guys so much for the great support in the first three episodes going over the three of the four major schools in Texas, being Texas, Texas Tech, and Texas A&M. Today's episode is going to be all about the Baylor Bears football season this year. Last year, you really couldn't have asked for a better season for the Bears, going 12-2, winning the Big 12, and then topping that off with a Sugar Bowl victory against Ole Miss. Now, the only two losses of the season came against Oklahoma State by 10 points at home, and then they lost kind of a head-stratcher versus TCU 30-28. But overall, last season was, like I said, a very successful year, winning the Big 12 outright and winning the Big 12 championship before beating Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl. Now, on the offensive side of the ball here, your offensive line might be one of, if not the most premier offensive lines in the entire country. You've got four out of five returning starters, and the only position that is kind of up in the air right now is your left guard, which is going to more than likely be Mose Jeffrey or Micah Mascua, which both are experienced players on the offensive line, just haven't had that starting shot. Now, your left tackle is going to be Connor Galvin. I mean, he is a monster. He is the Big 12 Offensive Preseason Player of the Year on the offensive line. Now, the big question mark that you have going into the Baylor offensive depth chart is their receivers. Four out of your top five receivers are gone from last year. Now, who's going to be the guy that steps up? Some people say it might be Gavin Holmes, Monari Baldwin. Like, there's a lot of big question marks. And if Baylor wants to win the Big 12 again, that's going to be what they have to show up with. Now, you've got Ben Sims and Drake Dabney. Those guys returning as your tight ends will help out. Blake Shapin, who's going to be your starter this year. He beat out Jerry Bohannon, and Jerry Bohannon actually transferred out in April. And then you've got to replace your two top running backs. Look for Tay McWilliams being out of Richmond to be able to take that spot and run with it. Now, you do have to replace Abram Smith and Tristan Ebner, and that is no small tale. But look for somebody on this Baylor Bears team to step up and show out. Every year, there's somebody doing that for Baylor. You've got no-name players that turn out to be like, oh, wait, who is this guy? He's pretty stinking good. And who's going to be that guy this year? Now, on the defensive side of the ball, that's going to be more of the question mark. Yes, you've got Siaki, Ika, and Dylan Doyle, which Ika being the monster, the mountain, you can name him whatever you want, 350-pound defensive tackle out of Salt Lake City, Utah. He is going to be a disruptor on the ground game. Last year, you're losing your leading tackler and the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. You had Terrell Bernard and Jalen Petre. You also lost two of your starting safety and your corner being JT Woods and Kalen Barnes. Who is going to be the leadership on this defensive front? You've got Dylan Doyle, who's looked to probably be the guy to step up on that middle linebacking spot. You've got Josh White, who has that experience from LSU, who's transferring in. Also, Jackson Player transferring from Tulsa. Those guys are going to be pretty good on that line and that linebacking role. But the biggest question mark that I think, personally for me, is going to be your defensive backs. You've got to deal with the losses of Petre, Rayleigh Tatsada, Kalen Barnes, and JT Woods. They're not, no longer on campus. Now, Mark Milton might step up and be that guy. You have Chateau Reed, Al Walcott, AJ McCarty. Which one of these guys are going to be the person 
that steps up on that defensive side of the ball. Of course, you've got Christian Morgan, who played a little bit last year at that free safety position, but is he going to take the next step? Will this Baylor defense that is known for their defensive side of the ball now with Aranda, are they going to step up, or is the offense going to carry the load and the defense just show up occasionally? That's going to be the big question mark that we have for the defensive side. All right, so now we're going into my favorite personal part. We're looking at the 2022 schedule and predictions. Now, I'm very, very high on Baylor, but at the same time, like there's a lot of holes and a lot of question marks on that defense. They open up the season next weekend against Albany, which, of course, they're going to win that very, very easily. But then they go straight to on the road at BYU. I think they're going to scratch and claw their way to win that game, and I think it's going to help them out a lot. But then they come back home against Texas State, so I think they start out the season 3-0. and Then they go to Iowa State, which I think that they'll probably be looking ahead at the Oklahoma State game, so it might be a quote-unquote trap game, but I still think they pull that out, start out the season 4-0. and Then they host Oklahoma State, which I actually do have them dropping another regular season game against OK State. So 4-1 and going into their bye week. They're going to rattle off three quick wins in succession at West Virginia, home against Kansas, and at Texas Tech. Although all three of those schools, they can technically win because it is college football. We've seen some crazier things. I think this Baylor team is just too good to lose those games, barring something crazy like an injury or some craziness that happens. Go at OU, which I think they actually will end up dropping that game. And then they're going to finish the season off with three straight wins, hosting Kansas State, TCU, and yes, I said three straight, being the third, Texas. So I think Baylor ends up the season 10-2. and two. I think that is good enough for them to actually end up winning the Big 12. If you see OU or Oklahoma State dropping a game there, I think they end up winning it or going to the Big 12 championship game, where I probably have them against OU. And I think that they're going to get close, but I think OU's this year is just going to be really, really good under first-year head coach Brent Venables and leading with the established quarterback being Dylan Gabriel. So, again, guys, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Please let us know if there's anything that we can do for you guys, and peace. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all of the latest from Texas Tailgate Talks, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TX Tailgate Talks. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.